Welcome to Humans of the Hospital. This is a place to listen to stories about anything from anyone in a hospital building. Straight from, say, a nurse, patient, visitor, or barista. I'm Ben Myers. Today's storyteller works in Philadelphia as an occupational therapist. Once a week, she helps a nonprofit for the homeless. She shares about a recent Father's Day and how occupational therapy came full circle for her and her family. So tell me what an occupational therapist is. An occupational therapist is someone who looks at an individual um, to assess um, the person's need. It can be in any area. It can be in need of a physical limitation. It could be a behavioral and mental health need. Um, I've done some work in burn care, um, and very often people will have um, sustained injuries, that, traumatic injuries that maybe would impact their ability to move. Um, there could be scarring. There could be limitations with the ability to feed yourself or dress yourself or walk. Um, so we collaborate with the individual and prioritize what they would want to work on first. Yeah. So how is that different from a PT, or do you work with PTs? Um, we are very different than PT, but we also collaborate heavily with them depending upon the setting. Um, so physical therapy, the example I just gave you of um, maybe functional mobility, which is walking to the bathroom. Um, as an occupational therapist, we want to look at cognitively, are they able to understand the steps of the task? Can they get to the bathroom? When they get there, can they identify what toothpaste is, what a toothbrush is? Can they use it? Can they follow three steps? Where physical therapy very often looks at the physical components. Do they have the strength, the endurance, and the ability to safely get from point A to B? So a lot of times you'll work with PT, getting someone up out of bed to the bathroom, and then once you're in there, the OT very often follows up with those um, cognitive, uh, functional, occupation-based activities. How does someone get an OT? Um, We, in a hospital-based setting, we get referred by a physician. Um, who requests, uh, prescribes occupational or physical therapy. Um, but you can also have occupational therapists working with individuals who have serious mental illness. Um, again, in schools, helping kids with their issues with attention or a diagnosis of autism. You kind of run the gamut. <laughs> so then in, in what setting do you work? Um, I work at an academic institution, and I teach occupational therapy to future Uh, future colleagues, I call them, but they're students. So that brings me to the site that I'm collaborating with now. It's a nonprofit um, that helps individuals who experience chronic homelessness um, and also have a diagnosis of some type of uh, uh, mental or behavioral um, need. So we collaborated and decided we could start this type of programming where they um, essentially take me out of my job, uh, my teaching job one day a week, and I'm within their organization, and then I supervise um, two occupational therapy students in the setting. Up next, hear about a recent Father's Day she had and how teaching came full circle for her family. She technically has a favorite child in that family, too. Uh, Can we talk about family? Sure. Would you tell me about your parents? Yeah, I have um, a father who's going to be 86 who um, is still married to my mom. They've been married, oh my gosh, I forget, a long time, like 60 years. Um, They're both living, doing well, go to Florida a few months out of the year. Um, Father recently fell, so I got to use my occupational therapy experiences. And I think one thing that's 
um, really um, exciting. It was interesting to me and fun at the same time as um, I just love working with future OT students. And we have a large cohort every year and uh, the occupational therapist went to see my father and it was a student that I had had. So it's just so cool, kind of like the circle of occupational therapy life, helping my dad, so. Are your parents still nearby? They are, mm-hmm, yep. Can you tell me what you did for your most recent Father's Day? Oh my gosh, um, last year my parents were down the shore and I was busy with work because we were going through a lot with the developing a curriculum and I didn't think I was going to be able to make it to see them. They were down the shore. I was here in Pennsylvania, and I, um, he likes coffee. And I woke up super early and went down there and got him a coffee and just surprised him. And, you know, so that was kind of nice. <laughs> nice Father's Day gift. I think I got a little tear out of his eye. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any siblings? I do. I have one brother. He um, lives in Houston. Yeah. <clears throat> we're polar opposites. He's very quiet and serious, and I'm kind of loud and <laughs> energetic, I guess. Do you, have you started a family of your own? I have. I have three children. And then my favorite kid is the one over there. We have a rescue pit bull. <laughs> she didn't give me any grief and always happy to see me. <laughs> have you always uh, had rescues? Um, no, she's our first dog, we've, a rescue dog, and we've had her for about three years. And, you know, all the stigma with pit bulls, she has been the best pet ever. I'm not a person who picks favorites, and she's just fabulous. Yeah, she's such a good dog. It's so smart. Did you have dogs growing, growing up? Yeah, little dogs. I never had a big dog, little dachshunds. And, you know, they really uh, follow commands to a certain extent, but this dog is just as close to human as you can get. <laughs> yeah. The days that I am home, there's two buses that come before my son gets home that drive by, and she actually hears, she knows at bus one <laughs> that bus sound three is when my son gets off the bus. Like, it's uncanny. It doesn't matter. Whenever I'm home and he's getting off the bus, like, she knows the third sound is when he gets off. Yeah, she's smart. That was an OT who teaches occupational therapy and helps a nonprofit. Okay, the favorite child thing was a joke, but she did show that little things like getting coffee for our loved ones can be good presents. Thanks for listening to Humans of the Hospital. Find all the human stories at soundcloud.com slash humansofthehospital. Reach out to us for ideas and questions at humans.hospitals at gmail.com.